0: This your man, Keith, from the Perfect Talk Podcast. To get caught up on everything DJ Playboy, go to perfecttalkpodcast.com. Again, that's perfecttalkpodcast.com the home of the Perfect Talk Podcast. DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? It's your man, <laughs> DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. And I'm here riding solo dolo, here to talk to y'all, man, ride out with my people. Perfect Talkers. how y'all doing. Like I said, I think if you checked out the last episode, I celebrated a birthday, I turned 39. So I've just been on a different wave, just trying to, um, my birthday falls right in the middle of the year, so I'm trying to be on like a reset, you know what I mean, how we do with New Year's resolutions, kind of like mid-year resolutions, getting them ready, seeing which New Year's resolutions I didn't hit, you know what I mean, viewers uh, and listeners, long-time listeners of the show know, I usually like around the middle point of the year, try to reset my goals and figure out what it is, uh, I'm trying to get done by, by December 31st, so Yeah, just really doing that. I'm about to run a 5K next week. My daughter was a part of a running program, and to end it off, they do a 5K celebration. So I've been kind of training for that, you know what I mean? Plus just having, just like trying to lose some weight, weight loss goals, um, just get right for the summer, you know what I mean? So it's really what we've been working on, what we've been hustling over here, and just reevaluating what's been working content-wise, what's been working schedule-wise, and and what can we implement new, what can we eliminate, just on that on that wave, you know what I mean. It's a little mid year reset, you know what I mean. Turn thirty nine, let's get things fine. <laughs> but uh, shout out to everybody out there rocking with us on YouTube. I see you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, please. Shout out to all the listeners out there on the podcast streaming platforms. You know I'm rocking with y'all always, and uh, let's get right into it. The Plickers Spotlight Story. You know I like to take a story I see. Probably you know sometimes it might be the biggest headline. Sometimes it's not just something that caught my attention. And I wanted to put a little spotlight on. And this week was a teacher who did not hug a black student as she was walking down the hallway, right? It's a viral TikTok video that you see of a white teacher hugging, uh, white students. And when she reaches a black student, kind of gives her a shoulder pat. Um, this teacher has been dubbed edu Karen, um, and, and kind of been trying to be painted as, as being a racist, um. I'm not one of those people who's going to take a 10 second clip and make a judgment about a person. Um, I think yeah, actually his video was nine seconds. There's a lack of context there. I can't make a judgment call about how a person feels about a whole race of people. Um, for a number of reasons. I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of teachers hugging children and, I say that super hypocritically, cause when I was a child, when I was a student, I would see a teacher I had in the past run up on her. You know what I mean? Just give her, give her a hug. Hey, Miss Da Da Da, how's it going? If it was a male teacher, you know what I mean? You give him a pound, fist bump, whatever it's gonna be. And and you know, it's like, yo, you know me, I know you. What up? You know what I mean? And this was a um, actually a retirement walk out uh, ceremony that students, uh, I guess as, as teachers are retiring are giving them a, a, a walkout and a, a, a nice embrace to, you know, show them some love. Um, this was actually posted by the school, um, on, on the school website. Um, because, uh, the, the, the person who posted it, you know, kind of came out of like, are you trying to make this person look bad? Or are you just trying to post something? And she was like, no, this was actually on the school page. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't, subscribe to the notion that this lady's is racist. Uh, I don't think you have to hug every kid, and regardless of race, um, when I was really young, I knew teachers that, I had a best friend uh, to this day, that he's my he's my homie, and I had a, he had a teacher that hated him, you know what I mean, and we were in class together, and I couldn't understand it, you know what I mean, she like loved her, a lot of the other students, but she just hated this guy, and this guy went on to do great things in life, smart guy, went on to MIT, but this particular teacher just had some type of, uh, issue with them and that, that that showed me that teachers are human beings like everyone else like and 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 in a good way in a bad way like they got people they like and people they don't like people they rock with and people they don't rock with um so we don't know why she decided not to hug this particular student in the video um gave her a shoulder pat and if you notice too she there's not hugging every single student i'm assuming not every single student knows this particular teacher and you're not just gonna hug students you don't know um So she could be the nice person on Earth. She could be the biggest racist on Earth. I really don't know. I just, like I said, we can't be doing this thing where we just post a video and try to make a a judgment call on a person. Um, Like I said, the the lady who posted it, her name is Miss A um, on TikTok. And she uh, said that, you know, this was actually posted on the school community page. Um, this happened in waverly texas and it was the retirement walkout and the school recorded and posted on their social media and i just happened to come across it um she said the reason she thought really wanted to post it was because there is a issue of racial bias in the educational system um not only there but i guess you know nationwide you know it's a conversation that has had on tiktok and she wanted to point some light to it she said no one seems to believe us um and as she pointed out Issues of uh, prejudice many teachers hold against students of color. um So, and we're not going to pretend like racism and, and prejudice doesn't exist in the school system. It absolutely does. I don't know if this, to call this lady karen to call this lady any type of judgment call based off of a nine second video where we don't even know, you know, and, and it wasn't even the context given of, yo, know, she didn't hug any black kids. Like, I watched her the entire time. Or maybe if it was similar to the Sesame Street issue where they had a lot of video of the Sesame Place characters, um, at, at the theme park Sesame Place, ignoring black patrons, but, you know, showing love to, to, uh, white children, uh, as they were walking past, so, if you got, if you got proof like that, you know, I could get on board and be like, yo, but I'm not gonna make a judgment call about this, and I don't think anybody should, and I think we gotta get out of that, you know what I mean, like, post. I won't say to post them, but just making judgment calls. It's like, it's real easy to hop in the comments and be like, oh, like, now this lady's this, now this lady's that. And it's like, is she? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, even one of the uh, comments that I saw that that caught my attention was like, uh, now this black student has learned a, uh," let me see, it's right here. Uh, Hannah Drake 628 wrote, in that moment, excuse me, in this moment, that little black girl was taught something about race, even though no words were exchanged and she won't forget it. (laughs) you know what i mean like and that's it could be true but it could be not i don't think we could just make that assumption off of a nine second video you know what i mean and it's strong um i know when i go to my daughter's school for like events i'll see a lot of students hug teachers they'll come up behind them and just hug them and grab them and and all that and like i said i'm not a fan of all that i think it should be a handshake between students and teachers and all that because when it gets weird you know what I mean, we we always go back to that gray area, you know what I mean, when it's something, allegations, or, or some type of abuse, or something like that, it always goes back to that area, and if I think if we just have a clear line, of like, yo, let's let's keep it, you know what I mean, handshake, <laughs> let's keep it right there, and none of this hugging anyway, because, maybe I'm just not a hugger, I ain't gonna lie, I'm not a huge, <laughs> I'm not a huge hugger in life, I'm not, I don't I don't think I'm a huge fan of it, so, that could be part of it too, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, uh, if this is a true judgment of, of who you are in life and your character, then, you know, that is disgusting. You should look at all children, um, not based on their, their race, but based on the content of their character. If you and this particular student didn't get along, and I, I, I switch sides and I say you are completely obligated to not hug somebody you don't want to hug. If this was a, a student that you had maybe arguments with or, or was difficult in class for some whatever reason, then, you know I mean, you can ignore them and whoever... Else you want to ignore. And if this was just a mistake that, you know, happened to be caught on video, hey, okay. <laughs> hope you can move on from it and be able to grow. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm not with the whole crucifying people over nine seconds videos. Next up, man, we're going to take it to my favorite segment, and it's called Have You Heard? Yo. Uh huh. I'm real young. She I got a quest. Woo. And the question I asked you is how bad you wanted. I hear headlines in the news and i bring them to the table to see if y'all have heard first up man thoughts and prayers uh go out to uh, the people the victims of the train derailment in India um where there were over nine hundred people injured and I believe the death toll has rose has risen from the original uh two hundred to two hundred and eighty eight as of the time of my recording um and possibly by the time you guys hear this um there will be more. You know what I mean? And it's sad. Uh, something that. Could have been avoided. I believe that safety. And precautions on the. Railroad system in India. Were, were, were an issue of concern. This was, was something that one was almost inevitable if no actions were taken and, and the proper actions don't look like they were taken. Um, now, if you don't know, India has one of the biggest railroad systems in the world, if not the biggest. Um, millions of people a day use that railroad system to get to wherever they have to get to. So when I first heard the numbers of 288 and 900 injured, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, how many people were on it? You know what I mean? And people still trapped, people still unaccounted for. It. Like, that's that's that was nutty when I first heard it. And I'm just like, that number was such a big number to me that it kind of hit me like how could so many people um and then you know like i i did find out a few more details and it it made sense it wasn't just one train it was actually i think a total of uh three trains that had run into each other i believe one uh i'm reading here from financial times one fast moving passenger train the southbound coromandel express received the errant signal and moved on to a backup track where it crashed into a stationary goods train, according to the government report. A third passenger train heading north then hit the derailed carriages. And that crash has killed at least 288 people and injured more than uh, 800, close to 900, making it India's worst railroad accident in more than two decades. Um, Thoughts and prayers definitely going out to the victims of that train derailment. Like, that's... That's one of the scariest things I can imagine I used to take the subway as a kid And just any type of uh, thing happening on the subway You know what I mean would, would, would scare the shit out of me Like so To know that people were trapped To know that that you know, Families and, and, and people still Haven't accounted for some of their loved ones Is, is really scary And thoughts and prayers are definitely out to uh, The people out there in India Um, Next up I want to talk about something sad that I saw, man, and, and thoughts and prayers. Again, rest in peace uh, to former Wild and Out alum, uh, Jackie O. Um, she, she was longtime lover of a DC young fly. They have three children together. Um, and, yeah, she died at the age of 32. Um, definitely sad. You hate to see that. It uh, was a big... Uh, personality on social media, known for you know just being a mother and and posting just you know like how much she loved taking care of her three kids, how much she loved uh, being a mother, how important that was to her, as well as I believe she had a beauty line. Um, and I'm not gonna sit here. I, I, I'm not uh, well versed with this young lady. Um, also, I'm uh, I've heard the rumors that this was due to a mommy makeover uh, surgery, and I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, uh, even NBC news has gone as far as to mention it they said they couldn't confirm it but they've they've heard that that was possible I believe there was a tweet that was deleted that she had gone to miami to get the uh that particular surgery um but I can't pass judgment on that because we all participate in activities and, and and actions that can lead to our death that's risky that can can cause harm later in the future so It would be very hypocritical for me to sit here and and pass judgment upon her um, when I know I I myself might do some activities that could, you know, later come back to haunt me or or even take away my life. Um, Also, I know the demands of being in front of a camera. Um, At one point this year, I was doing, you know, two podcasts on camera, you know what I mean, and I had to be ready you know to go so that there's a lot of pressure in that having to always be on on screen and you want to look a certain way you want to feel a certain way so i i can't fault her if that is the reason why you know this happened um her family is asking for for privacy and yeah just something i want to mention man something that we don't we don't hear um about too often someone that that young you know passing away but you do hear about the risk with those particular surgeries um so i guess the only thing i can really say is you don't really know the value of something until, you know, you, you lose it, you like the risk, right, you know what I mean, and, and you don't necessarily want to take risk if it could be avoided, and you also want to know the reason why you are taking those risks, and make sure that they're for the right reasons and not for uh, particular, to impress anyone, you know what I mean, or, or something, because we, we, we see the, the cautionary tales, you know what I mean, we know Kanye West's uh, mother passed away after getting, you know, uh, cosmetic surgery uh in preparations for his wedding you know allegedly so it, it, it's something where we've seen you know this go left and we she's you know not the only one we've heard horror stories we heard of, of women having injuries that that you know could last for a long time we're also seeing a rise in men getting cosmetic surgery so you know i mean just know what you're doing it for you know what i mean and and i'm old-fashioned i guess maybe i want to do it the hard way in the gym <laughs> you know what i mean but everybody don't don't Everybody don't. Their body doesn't react the same way to going to the gym. Their body doesn't react the same way to diets. Their body doesn't get to where they want. So I, all I can say is make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Make sure you're doing it for yourself. Make sure it's gonna get you to where you want to get to. And definitely thoughts, prayers out, thoughts and prayers out to Jackie O's family. Uh, DC Young Fly, you know, I'm three kids. Um, uh, my heart goes out to you guys. And uh, yeah, just wish you know, just hope her memory lives on. You know what I mean? Uh, moving on. Have you heard? There's a shortage in cancer drugs across America. Um, this is, is something that's particularly scary to anyone who knows a uh, person who is suffering from cancer and may need chemotherapy. But just in general, I mean, even the doctors are showing uh, an immense amount of uh, fear that this is a real risk. And if something's not done uh, immediately, uh, that this could could cause immense harm. Um, doctors are already put in a weird position where they don't know, uh, or I should say they're, they're forced to make difficult decisions about who, how to diagnose and how to treat uh, their patients because of the shortage, and they have to try to work around the shortage. Um, I'm also seeing that it's not just the cancer uh, drugs, which there are 14 different cancer drugs that, that are facing a shortage right now, but at the end of 2022, a total of 295 active drug shortages were, were, were going on. So, you know, that's outside of just the cancer drugs. You know what I mean? that That's almost another 281 uh, drugs of all sorts. So, you know what I mean? Um, and I even heard that people who need the certain drugs like Ozempic uh, and, and things of that nature aren't able to get it because there are people who are using it for the purpose of trying to lose weight and trying to, uh, you know, get right. So when the people who, you know, might suffer from, I believe it's people with diabetes might use Ozempic. I I could be wrong about that. Don't quote me, but let's say that it is. The the people who do need it aren't able to get it because people might be using it for the wrong purposes. Now, they're not quite sure what the reason is, why for the cancer uh, drug shortages, but it is something scary. This is the highest that it's been for 20 years. Doctors saying that this is the worst that they've seen. Um, And I think a bigger thing that it shows us as a nation is that we were focused a lot on health care when probably a lot of attention should have gone towards prevention right to like healthy habits and healthy ways to um because and that's not saying that all types of cancer could have been avoided um but it does show that you have this economy that was so dependent upon health care as opposed to prevention that when you have a shortage in the health care uh resources the people who are already suffering can't get what they need um so as someone like right now, as myself, I'm looking at it from outside, looking in, like, I, what health choices can I make to kind of uh, eliminate later health issues, you know what I mean? Or, or, or just you know any health issues in the near future that, that could possibly be avoided, whether that's screening, whether that's changing my diet, whether that's just being on top of uh, just my anything health related. Because you know you don't want to wait until it's too late. I would rather focus on prevention as opposed to having to focus on on healthcare and then be put in a position where I'm dependent upon the shortages. Sorry, the the lack of their ability to not have a shortage in these particular drugs. So yeah, that's some scary stuff you see out there, man. It's something that uh no, so that's that's truly something scary for anybody. Like I said, not only people who just, you know, and just generally concerned about it. But anyone who, who does have a loved one that is suffering from uh, any sort of cancer. So our thoughts and prayers are definitely with, with anybody that's going through shortages right now. Anyone um, who's having to deal with that. Um, have you heard? This is something that caught my eye this week. Uganda in Africa uh, nacks a, a harsh anti-LGBTQ law that includes the death penalty. Um, the law punishes aggravated homosexuality uh, with the penalty of death. Um, and this legal change has been condemned by leaders, uh, throughout the world. Um, it's a little wild, you know what I mean? Um, it's, like I said, it's a weird month where, cause this is pride month, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's June. Um, you're seeing people boycott or, or, or call out target for having pride merchandise. We just came off the heels of the Budweiser issue. And it's like... It, it, people are, are being extremely bold with their anti LGBTQ uh views, um, but they're just showing up for Pride Month, I guess. Uh, Same sex relations were already illegal in Uganda, um, and it's not just Uganda. There, there are other countries, uh, as many as thirty that that find it to be illegal. But this is probably the first law that uh you know is going to give you death, the death penalty before it. Um, it also, uh, you get the death penalty if you had aid in the transmission of HIV AIDS through gay sex, um, and it decrees a 20-year sentence for promoting homosexuality, which would probably be anyone who is, uh, you know, an activist uh, 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 for the LGBTQ community in Uganda. Um, and this has caused people who live in Uganda to flee, to become refugees, you know what I mean, and, and and leave. Because if you were already an activist that they already knew you as, once this law went into action you have to run for your life pretty much. Um, So I can see how scary that could be. And that's something that I definitely want to use this platform to shine a light on. Like, uh, this is insane. Uh The President Joe Biden called this move a tragic violation of human rights and said uh, Washington will evaluate all implications of this law uh, to make sure it's not violating human rights. But, yeah, you know, just when you think that the world is changing for the better, man, like, you, you see stuff like this that, that really puts it in perspective that as far as as the LGBT community has come in this country or yeah well in this country in America there are other places in the world where it's not flying and it's open it's open like I'm looking at a map right now and it's just showing uh some of the countries in Africa where same sex activity is punishable uh with with prison or the death penalty um Looks like Sudan has imprisonment of up to ten years to life, as well as other nine other countries. Um, three countries will give you the death penalty um, for that for being homosexual. Um, and there's a yeah, about twenty other countries that have an imprisonment of less than ten years. Uh, yeah, it, 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 like I said, it shows how far we've come as 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 a, a planet. <laughs> but really, we're just on the same old shit where. I, well we're just doing we're we're just discriminating against people. I I as a black man look at anything against the homosexual community or the LGBTQ community, excuse me, uh as the same way that I suppose like a white person looked at atrocities done to black people during the civil rights era like it you're on the outside looking in, but it's like you do got to speak up about it cuz if you don't then, then nobody will. And and it's nuts, you know what I mean? Like it's crazy. Um, whether you have, Whatever your views are on it, to go as far as to give somebody the death penalty because of it is uh, extreme to say the least um, and psychotic, <laughs> you know what I mean, to, to go even further. Uh, so thoughts and prayers are out to, uh, you know, the country of Uganda and hoping to see, you know, if we can get that sorted out because you, you would hate... I can't imagine being a refugee in my own country, you know what I mean? As, as far as America is, we don't... I don't as black people, I don't think we get treated... Uh, equally, obviously, but it's never been to the point where I have felt as a person I had to flee. Um, and I'm sure there's people out here that that hear me speak right now or, or see me speak, and they're like, "Home, there's homosexuals in this country. There's transgender people in this country. There's uh, people of all of all sorts that identify as some, what they might not look like, and they gotta feel like outsiders in their own country." So you know, my heart goes out to y'all as well, cause I can't imagine it, man. Um, and moving on. Have you heard? Fort Bragg is now known as Fort Liberty. Um, I believe Fort Bragg is in North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, as you know, it's one of the oldest war bases uh, in this country. Um, But Fort Bragg was changed because if you didn't know, Fort Bragg was named after uh, General Braxton Bragg, an unpopular Confederate general. Who garnered a lot of criticism for his hot temper, combative personality, and often subpar performance on the field. So before I go even further, uh, <laughs> for why was there anything named after this guy? He was, it doesn't seem like he was liked by his 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 people. He was on the side that lost, <laughs> and then it seems like he had subpar performance. Uh, it kind of goes to everything that we see in this country that where love was shown to Confederate uh, soldiers. It's like. These people are treasonous. <laughs> you know what I mean? These were people that decided that they wanted to start a civil war with their own country because they didn't want to follow what the president wanted to do. And it's just like we're naming war bases—excuse me, army bases—after them. And it takes up until 2023 <laughs> for it to be changed. Uh, there were nine bases that were uh, had na- proposed name changes, um, and all the other ones actually will be named after notable people, um, such as like Fort Hood is now known as Fort. Cavavos uh, in honor of General Richard Edward Cavavos, a vener- veteran of the Korean and Vietnam Wars. Uh, I believe he was the first his- Hispanic person to wear four stars on his uniform. I'm not gonna pretend like I know what that means, but I know it's honorable, so, I see what they're doing. Like, they're definitely gonna, um, name a couple of these bases after, like, African-American soldiers. Uh, like I just said, Fort Hood is now Fort Cavavos, and, uh, it's gonna be in honor of a, a Hispanic soldier. So, you know what I mean, um, kind of trying to reverse course um, and kind of how 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 can we overcorrect, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, why was the mistake even made in the first place? It's like, they lost the war. Why are we naming army bases after them? Come on, y'all. But I can't get mad at somebody for realizing their mistakes and stepping it up. So definitely... Uh, Salute to the, the U.S. military for uh, taking that step, and uh, you know, shout out to all the individuals who will be who will now have army bases named after them. Um, individuals, like I said, that have done things throughout uh, history and are now receiving their proper due. So, shout out to y'all. We just actually off the uh, heels of Memorial Day, so you know, shout out to all the uh, veterans out there who who lost their lives fighting for this country and make me able to do what I do here, y'all. And that's another episode in the books, man. It's your guy, DJ Playboy. You can find me on Twitter at DJ Playboy. You can find me on Plicka. Excuse me. You can find me on Instagram at Plicka Peasy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Um, you can also follow Perfect Talk on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Go check out the website, www.perfecttalkpodcast.com. Follow us on YouTube at Perfect Talk Podcast, baby. And... Uh, yeah, you know, we just spreading peace and love, <laughs> you know, what we do over here. Also, you can check us on all your uh, favorite streaming platforms such as uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, all that, all the above, you know what I mean? Um Shout out to... I think I shout out the website already, but I'm going to say it again, damn it. PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Go check out every episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. The radio show I do with my brother, DJ Show Money Talks Radio. The first and 15 mixes I do with my homegirl, A.O. Niche up there as well. And uh, my radio show, The Night Shift. It's all up on there. Go check that out. Go enjoy that. Um, we just going to keep things moving, baby. One of my... I checked out a new um, television show yesterday on Netflix. Kind of heard about it, um, what I, hear, I think through a podcast, it's called Chimp Empire, and uh, I mean, I'm always into documentaries and nature shows anyway, you know what I mean, I like to watch the animals fighting, <laughs> but uh, no, this is cool, this is dope, um, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance, I'm not going to front them, I'm, I'm one episode in. Um, so, I'm, I'm slowballing it because I got busy and I had to stop watching. But yeah, that's the only thing I'm really on nowadays. And I'm, I'm on a lot of audiobooks. Um, a big thing I'm trying to do with, like I said, I'm on a reset. So, I'm trying to um, listen to new audiobooks, maybe go back and listen to a few. Like I'm listening to The Richest Man in Babylon again. Um, great book for anybody out there who hasn't checked it out, and, and anyone who has checked it out already knows. Um, great advice on there about money. Um, try to do a little, yeah, learn a little bit more about financial literacy. Step my game up in those departments as well as uh, just anything, like, I'm, I'm, I'm big on education, I'm big on, you know what I mean, just learning what we do here, you know, with the podcast, what we do on social media, what we do on YouTube, so I'm big on learning all that, I'm big on, I'm trying to learn some new instruments, you know, that was a goal I had since the beginning of the year, so hold me accountable to that, y'all, <laughs> and uh, let me get back to it, man, let me get back to, you know, all the grind, all the education, everything, what did we learn on this episode, though, y'all, teachers, don't fuck the kids, man, <laughs> just keep yourself out of trouble by doing that, uh, military, do not Name army bases <laughs> after Confederate soldiers, after people who lost the war. Uh, and just, you know, a lot of thoughts and prayers to, you know, people that are suffering from cancer drug shortages. Uh, Jackie O's uh, family, you know, thoughts and prayers out to her and definitely the victims of the Indian uh, trail derailment. We want to uh, send our thoughts and prayers out to them as well. So, spread love is the Brooklyn way, y'all. We up out of here. Peace. Guess what I got into last weekend, bro? Yeah, what's that? Cushy Dreams. Sometimes you want to send straight to the crib, and that's what Cushy Dreams does best. They can ship anywhere in the U.S. because it's federally legal. They got products like Smokable Delta 8, CBD Flower, Gummies, and Pre-Rolls. But Play, what if I'm not into the Delta 8? Bro, they got something just for you. The new Delta 9 THC Gummies contain the same type of THC that you get at the dispensary. Also, each one contains 10 milligrams of THC, and they come in fly flavors like Strawberry, sour watermelon, green apple, and tangerine. Wow. Yo, ho, yo, you think that's dope? They just dropped a new artist series where the bags are designed by artists. Bags so dope, you want to save the bags for after, you know what I'm talking about? And they dropped that New York City. Shout out to anybody out in NYC where you get that New York City street art right on your bag with that fly flower inside, bro. You know I already need to know, where can I get that? Cushydreams.com. That's K-U-S-H-Y dreams.com. Dot com and at checkout, put in promo code PLICA P L I C C A for 20% off your purchase. Dog, what's that website again? Cushy K U S H Y Dreams.com and put in promo code PLICA at checkout and you get 20% off your purchase. Your boy's up in there.